This is the Liberator Podcast from Giant Worldwide. Welcome to the Liberator Podcast. I'm Jeremy Kubitschek. As always, everyone's my partner in liberation, Steve Cockrum. What's going on, Steve? Jeremy, good to see you. Good to hear from you. Yes, I am, I am in America. We are one state apart, but seven-hour drive. I felt the presence. <laughs> I felt your presence when you landed. Yes, America just got better. The disturbance. The disturbance in the force. There's two liberators per this continent, and so we've got this opportunity now to to really do some damage. Hey, so tell everyone where you're at. I am in San Antonio, Texas. Yeah. It's. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm still here for the week, so I'm going to resist the temptation to be anything but complimentary about my host. But it is warm here. It has to be said. I was expecting mid September, but it's still like 34 degrees and warm. So um, us poor Brits, we're we're back into the high teens, which is suitably autumnal. So I've had to re repolish out my polo shirts and, and Can shorts. Can you just do not use the word autumnal in Texas? Like literally that one, that will get you shot. That word. Oh yeah, really? optumnal. But that will just <laughs> It doesn't work in Texas. <laughs> well all right then, I'll call it the fall. Can you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you do uh can you do y'all? Just so I can hear it one time. How would you say y'all? Matt could y'all. Yeah, I don't know if it's for just the last one. <laughs> just y'all. Y'all. Okay, fair <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Well you'll have to know that the, the, the Americans love my British accent. It's good job because it's the only one I have, but they think I'm very, very of clever. Course. So, I am, I am here with um, a dear friend from a long time ago, a guy called Scott Kindick. I'm staying with Scott and Kim. Probably one of the most humble, um, incredible number two leaders I've ever met. He has worked with some of the most well-known senior pastors in American megachurches, and seems to have the same ministry each time, which is he ends up helping them look brilliant. So I think I need to get one of those. That you- because <laughs> uh, I said that you, you, you always just want all the limelight. Scott is happy in the background, making me look good. It's perfect. I love it. I love it. Oh, I went to church this morning with him uh, to one of the five services, and one of the I think there's two and a half thousand in my service, which is unbelievable. Only in America, I love it. Everything in Texas is super size. Everything's really? big in Texas. That's right. That's right. That's good. <laughs> Well, I've had my opportunity to travel the country this last week. This this last week, um, I was. You know, it's bad when you're on the mm-hmm. same flight uh, over the last two weeks <laughs> with a flight attendant. Yeah. On Delta. <laughs> when they know and you they by name, and she goes, "It's you again." <laughs> and then I saw her again. I've seen her three times in two yeah. weeks. That's yeah. really... You be careful. You can get done for stalking. <laughs> really weird. <laughs> no, I, you're, probably on a, you're probably on a watch list for Delta. <laughs> I, I was... You know, get this. This is a beautiful. Um, I, had to, I went to Seattle and then mm-hmm. uh, spoke to, to 80 plant managers. Some of the just best plant managers. They ran all of the electrical plants in the United States. Like all of the main electrical mm-hmm. plants. And I just... <laughs> I just watched Chernobyl on uh, TV. <laughs> so I had this great conversation. I'm sure you didn't mention it. <laughs> no, I did because it was a great leadership story. If you have not seen Chernobyl, yeah. watch it. Uh, it's it's an HBO t- show, but it's on Delta. Oh, my goodness. It was a, it's a leadership show. Anyway, so I went from there to Detroit and then from Detroit to Philadelphia. Yeah. And I was in uh, – yeah. on one day, I'd spoken in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and I literally passed – uh, an Amish buggy in like a like a horse and buggy, <laughs> and I turned and looked, and she had a cell phone 
up and she was listening <laughs> she was talking on the cell phone on the horse and buggy which i thought was hilarious later that day i'm in the hood of philadelphia i mean like the hood hood and i'm seeing um one of my friends he's a liberator his name is fatoma siafa and fatoma is unbelievable i'll tell a story about him in just a, a bit but anyway i went from seattle to uh the amish country to the hood and then to atlanta and back to oklahoma city last week so it was a crazy but good week so anyway fun times that's so funny you you are captain delta we now talk about them a lot seeing they're a client so that's ideal really i'm hoping we can get some free upgrades uh, maybe so let's keep i'll put i'll put you i'll put you in charge of that I went through JFK yesterday, having arrived on a brand new aeroplane. So Virgin, this this plane was four days old. Wow! So you know when you got on and it smelled new, huh. and I'm thinking this is so cool. Only to find, of course, that the welcome at JFK has got to be the most disorganised, shambolic arrival <laughs> into a country. Probably the same as Heathrow, if I'm honest. But honestly. I just obviously with my consulting hat on, I just wanted to sit them down and think through how they could be more organised. How I reckon I spent ninety minutes trying to just get to an immigration desk oh. with just you can imagine. Obviously, I'm famed for my patience. Yeah, and of just course, tolerance, the pioneer, love, the, nurt- the nurturing pioneer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then what did you? There wasn't a lot. Of- what did you find though? You found something special in JFK. Tell the audience what you found when you arrived. The special oh, thing we arranged found- for you. <laughs> I found in three of the bookshops, um, Dem- the 100X Leader was on display among the new and notable, among Hudson Recommends. So I thought you'd be very proud of me. I didn't get as far as signing the books. That's very un-British. But I did take a couple of pictures and post into my social media sort of world. I'm, I'm, I'm really only, only a Facebook and LinkedIn man. I know you're a true Instagrammer and on the cutting edge of technology. But... Um, it's been fascinating. I love it. It was so exciting to see that the 100X leader was was still front and center. And just how many people have loved oh, that book. You know, I was with I was with somebody this week and say, "Have you read this book?" And he literally got he said, "No, no, look, I have two books on my desk. One is the Bible, and the other is the 100X leader. And look, there's all these notes and little things in it. So people are people are really loving it. I know it sounds I shouldn't be so surprised about that, but <laughs> People have constantly said, in true British style, God, guys, this book's really good, as if they weren't really expecting it to be really good. Uh, like, no, fair credit, this is oh, really great. So, so anyway, there you go. Next time, I promise, yeah, I will sign they the They love it. The, yeah. the workers, the, they love uh, when, you, when you go and sign, because they get to go put the little special badge, this yeah. one's signed. And it, and yeah. it... Oh, I signed three for Henry Cloud and four for Lencioni. So <laughs> I just do their signature. They thought it was That's great. That's right. <laughs> then I realized you can do that for anybody. Um, okay, friends. All of you yeah. listening um, around the world, we're so grateful. It's so fun. I'm literally running into people and going, "Yeah, I listen to you guys, and I love it when you guys banter back and forth." And so uh, that's that's <laughs> it's fun for us too. But this is uh, normal for us. This isn't just abnormal. This is what we do all the time. And and everyone in our in the giant HQ world, they know this as well. So, are you about to say something? We, we we fight a bit more in private. We're very polite to each other on the <laughs> podcast. We usually. Uh, all of our great breakthroughs have happened when, in the end, you've realized why you were wrong. So that's <laughs> uh, you know, I, my defensiveness has gone away because I've been working. I've been using know yourself, lead yourself. And so I don't, I don't get defensive yeah. anymore, Steve. Remember, I, 
So it's it's all our content's working on ourselves. I, you know, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud. It's almost like we're learning ourselves, isn't it, all the time? So yeah. Uh, remember, you never graduate the school of self awareness. Sadly, defensiveness will always be a tendency. In the same way, mine, arrogance, and a lack of humility will also be a tendency. But that's on my next book, isn't it? Effortless humility I, and how I. I do have it. a few um, of your tendencies. Should we go over those now? Is that no? That's the next show. Never mind. Uh, we're gonna get oh, okay, to, yeah, that. Enough, we yeah. had three shows. It's a series. Steve's tendencies. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, today, friends, we are getting into um, really. We're gonna kind of uh, kind of finish. Uh, you didn't know this, but kind of a series that we've been talking about the 100x. Today's story time, and we're gonna talk about stories of transformation and multiplication. And we're gonna, going to give you some things that we've been watching, observing from friends, from clients. Uh, partners, uh, oftentimes people don't hear, they always ask, who are these liberators that you speak of? Who are these 100x leaders that you speak of? So mm-hmm. we're going to share some of those stories today. And then in the coming weeks, we'll be uh, moving into new series and adding other components and such. But today we thought it'd be really great if we can just kind of give you some, just a reminder of what this is about and why we're doing this. You know, we've said from the very beginning that uh, liberation is a lifestyle. And if you wake up every day with that in mind of fighting for the highest possible good, mm-hmm. What are my what are the people that I lead or in my life need right now? Do they need more support or more challenge? What's undermining their influence? How do I help them get to the next level? Uh, this is what we want it to be about. We want we want to inspire and encourage liberation as a lifestyle. We want to inspire uh, you getting to 100% health, and we want to inspire you to learn how to multiply. So we thought we'd just take uh, a little time to. Uh, Share some of those stories and uh, the journeys that we've had. Do you have one that's popped in your mind, Steve? Uh, or I have lots of them. I'm trying to work out how I do it without telling people yeah, who it is. Yeah, but just don't say their name. Or am I allowed no, to no, give, no, please? no, no. Don't say their name or their, their, All right, the client. Okay. But, but share and encourage okay. a few people from some of the stories we've heard. So I think one of the – I'm thinking of some of the places where maybe over the years. I can think of a school um, that's been a client of ours for just over two years now. And where um, somebody went through X Corps, the, the, the headmaster went through X Corps. And I think the biggest breakthrough happened in helping him understand he was a creative pioneer and his wife was a, a nurturer connector. So they're complete opposites. And actually, watching what has happened with the two of them working together in how you lead community and watching the ability they have to actually defer to the other in the areas that each are gifted in is incredibly rare. And now watching that team almost start again. In education, the power gap between the principal, the headmaster, and the rest of the senior team is often incredibly big, certainly over in the UK. Um, So actually watching their team, so they bring their 15 key leaders into their home for a meal in headmaster's house every month, they do celebration dinners. They do stories, which you can imagine for a creative pioneer is not high. And actually, they're now implementing the 100x system inside the organization whereby all of the staff, so 200, not just the teaching staff, but the domestic staff, the cleaning staff, the desire that how can a whole community actually go to another level in the way they relate to one another, care for one another, and ultimately how they invest in their pupils and equipment for the new world. So... You know, they've now got a couple of guides. They're looking at about 40 Sherpas and then 200 people on the platform in total. So I think for me is is it takes time. They've still got one of our key giants working with them each month as well. 
um, just because there's certain things you can't do. But for me, I think just that huge encouragement that here was two very different people actually taking on a joint leadership responsibility and building a culture which is incredibly healthy and getting healthier by the week, and also where they've actually been able to multiply that in a meaningful way. They haven't finished it yet because the goal is that all the kids or the staff or the parents would eventually have a common vocabulary language. But I think for me, just realizing that is possible in education, I think for me that will be huge. You think of, you know, the how do we truly liberate each person to go after the things they're made for? How can we help people possibly even make decisions about what they're going to study at university that may line up with their 70-30? All that for me as an ex-educationalist I think is just inspiring. So there's my first story. I, did, I, I didn't say their names at all, no, you did did I? Great. That was awesome. You did great. All right, Thank so uh, I've got I've got Come one off for you. Off me. Um, this this gentleman, he's a CEO. He is um, in true uh, pioneer um, guardian fashion. Has probably not been the warmest of all people that you would uh, historically have been around in an organization. And uh, meaning that's what it felt like to be on the other side of them. Uh, honestly, he has produced at really high levels. He's actually uh, mature. Um, and really wants to grow, but he had gotten a little bit jaded and a little bit cynical and a little bit tired. And I think he was kind of um, starting to look at his future. And then we reconnected and I just started helping him a bit. And in this case, um, he realized that he was just, he, he at his best, he was a 75 plus guy. And that really hit him. Mm. He was generally healthy. You know, everything, nothing was mm. majorly wrong, but he probably wasn't as intentional in relationships. And he had been a plus, had set up a system to go, hey, if you need me, my door's always open. And But mm. proactively hadn't really thought about what that meant um, to really take his people to the next level. So he went on this journey, and he, the way he's been telling it lately is, uh, I, I love Jeremy and hate Jeremy. Um, so I love it when I see him, and I hate it when I see him, because um, you know I'm a you and I we're liberators, and any of the giants that do this we're liberators. So what we do is we're not afraid of of uh, we're we're basically leaving it all in the field. Let's just put it that way, or or all on the pitch in the in the British. Um, <laughs> we do we're giving them everything. We're giving we them have, everything I we have. The way you and so it. what happens? Yeah. Okay. What happened in, in this case was um, true transformation. And he started to do some things and with his uh, relationship with his wife, mm-hmm. family, uh, close those closest to him. And the joke was, um, yeah, hey, um, does, you know, does this person have cancer? Or, uh, you know, because he's changed so much <laughs> that people were kind of shocked about it. Mm-hmm. Now, it's always like in any case, two steps forward, one step back. You might have two or three good weeks. And so the phrase was, when, they, when he's been around you for a couple of weeks, it's great, but then he needs you every two weeks. And so that was the joke of, <laughs> of, of the staff. But now, um, so we, we've got, not that he's on cruise control, but he's really moved into the 90s, 85, 90% in his personal health. But his bigger journey as he looked up the mountain was plus to an X, plus to multiplication. How do you, moving from adding value to actually multiplying people and his phrase was like, I, I literally don't know how to do it. Like, I don't know because I've never done it. How do I do that? And that's the fun part right now is mm-hmm. we're actually in a, in a season where we're mm-hmm. starting to break down 
uh, every single roll, and we're using um, on Mount Everest uh, metaphor, camp one, camp two, camp three, camp four, and summit. And we're basically looking at every position. Is this a camp four position? Is it a camp three? What's the level of importance? And then we're writing out the expectation, like we kind of talked about last time, we were last podcast, but we're talk, writing out the expectation of each one of those roles. And then we're seeing where those people are 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 not there or they are there. And then he's starting to, to think in his mind. It's really a mind shift. How do I start thinking multiplication? So that's the season that I'm at, but I'm just celebrating the progress. And here's a big statement I'll just make. Uh, progress is a process. Progress is a process. So all of you listening, uh, it's not one seminar. It's not one book. Progress is a process and you have to start somewhere. That's why people like Giants Tools because they help with process. You start with voices, you start understanding yourself, you start understanding other people, so on and so forth. There you go. It's good stuff. Um, I was thinking another example. I can't think of how, well, I seem to attract connector creative pioneers, Jeremy. I can think of four that I've worked with and that's not including you. Um, and I want to celebrate, I want to celebrate one of them who I, again, I've, I've worked with for the last, probably the last six months actually, um, because they're so talented, but often what they are is at times chaotic. So they don't tend to discipline things until they almost run out of capacity. And because they're so gifted, they can get a lot done. So th- this particular individual was leading a, um, a private, equ- a large private equity group, where where he was the champion of digital for the forty-two, effectively companies they'd invested in, and he he finally he sort of came to me and said, "Steve, I want you to help me because I want to learn how to multiply." I've read your book, <laughs> I love your book. I've enjoyed our time together. I want to be more intentional in actually thinking through how I multiply and scale myself, and so therefore it it, it always takes you know that that's kind of the a heart I love. But he said you're going to have to. So you're going to have to understand what your default tendencies are, because they won't go away. And for you to be consistent, so we talked a bit about visionary integrator. I'm saying for you, the chances of you being consistent over the long term in how you invest and develop organization are very limited. But what you have is the ability to basically draw people to yourself and also actually be an incredible connector to the wider portfolio of what you do. And just, I think it was the thing for me, the thing that grossed, it was like, how do I live in my 70-30, particularly for certain characters when they're actually naturally good at most things? So you're like this, Jeremy, is you can do pretty much everything, but there are certain things you do that only you can do. And I think my encouragement to him and just the joy of watching this process happen, and I think I'm seeing it with you as well, is to go, how do you stay more in the 70-30 principle because even if you can do pretty much everything. So what I'm watching is focus. I'm watching discipline. I'm watching a a desire to understand how to build a team that complements the skill sets and gift and expertise that only he can do. So this idea of what's your superpower, what is it you do that you are the best at, and not outsource everything else because that's not what we're talking about. But how do you actually spend more time doing that? I and mean, if you're a connector, first voice, I still argue long and hard that most connectors are at their best when they sit at the intersection between their organization and the clients and the public. 
because that's where they get this incredible capacity to understand how they translate what they're doing, what the clients really need, how the product needs to be positioned, and they come back with stories from the frontier of things they've been doing. So I'm, one of the things I've been trying to do is say, you have to find a way to free yourself from the day-to-day -day operational mundane nature of leading people, lead, you know, all those things, because actually when you use your superpower, everyone wins. So multiplication I was, is always a discipline. It's always, I think I've been impressed with you as well, because, because when you are the charismatic communicator, an inspirational person that is able to give a word that creates breakthrough for people, the discipline of consistency over extended time, where actually you really become a consistent part of people's lives you're investing in, that's one of the things that's not a nature gift for the Connect Creative Pioneer. But I celebrate my friend in London who is beginning that process. But I can also truly celebrate you because I've watched you really grow in that skill set and that ability and decided it was something that you wanted to master. And I think you have. So I started off celebrating my private equity friend in London who's at the beginning of a journey. You give me hope that the Connect Creative Pioneer can discipline a behavior which is not a natural consistent discipline in people over an extended period of time but there you go that's me being nice to you in an english wow. way yeah no, very it. nice and it was recorded <laughs> did you get that everyone's hearing it oh uh, do you know i'm i'm just looking at my phone and i'm not sure this has been recorded <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, okay i've got but it's good do you reckon Oh, go ahead. Do you recognize that in you? Oh, though? absolutely. Do you recognize yeah, that? Yeah, no. Celebrating. Go well, ahead. I was just telling you, you know, this last week, I've had one of my best weeks of impact. And I think what it is is just yeah. focus and 70-30, mm. uh, not being responsible mm. for so much. And and, and yes. not, not just that, but even our product and our offering of 100X system and, and giant TV and all that, it's just so much more simple. So we can steer people yeah. towards it. And so that's allowed me to be more focused on impact and influence and and I've had one of my best weeks in a long time. So, And so I want to end uh, with the story time with this one. You might have another one, I know, but for me, this is my last one. Um, of a um, nurture, connector, creative. And uh, this, this person is truly a remarkable person. I told you, I would tell you a story about the Philly uh, hood. But this person um, is a game changer. And uh, I'm actually going to share his name. Uh, because it's so inspiring. Oh, that's right. Change yeah, the rules yeah, yeah. now. I've well, done we mine. were trying to be, you know, yeah, yeah. You said me. You said me. Uh, so uh, right, his name enough, is Fatoma Siafa. And Fatoma, uh, here's, how, here's how the story goes. It's, it's a story of liberation. Fatoma, uh, his parents were um, killed in front of him in Liberia in the, um, in the rebel, um, in the rebellion. And he took his daughters. In fact, they were going to shoot him and, and the gun jammed and they pistol whipped him. And he got away, and he took his sisters and got them to a camp in Ghana. But everyone told him he had to leave as far as he could. Well, the only place he could find, he found this little flyer that said, free education in the Soviet Union. Well, the Soviet Union had already dissipated. So it was six months. It was an old flyer. So he found, somehow, he got enough money to get to Moscow. Gets to Moscow with a suitcase, trying to get free education. That had long passed about a year old, and so he had all these refugees, all these African refugees that were in Moscow that couldn't get back home because they didn't have enough money. And uh, I was living there at, this, at that time, and so um, met with Fatoma, and um, sorry, didn't meet with Fatoma, I'm there, we put a flyer up for the church, he has a thing with flyers, and he had had his 
bag stolen, and all he had was a short sleeve shirt and shorts. Everything else was stolen. And this flyer goes through the air on the ground, runs into his leg. He pulls it up, and it's this international fellowship, this place we, we were meeting. He walks in holding the flyer and had this big smile. Instantly was just a great guy. We connected. He was such a leader, such a servant. He just wanted to give and help everyone. So he ends up helping all the refugees. We gave money to him to help all the refugees. Uh, eventually, we got him to the United States to go to, to uh, my alma mater, and we helped pay for his schooling. He got um, scholarships, meets an American. His dream was to go to Walmart uh, to eventually go back to Liberia and work for Walmart and, and to liberate his country. And I think it's really fascinating that Liberia stands for liberty. It was influence. Uh, by the United States in that regard. So his job was he wanted liberty and freedom for his country. So he went to work for Walmart while he was in college, rises up the ranks in Walmart, becomes a store manager, then a regional manager in the in the East Coast. Um, and the reason is that he is a liberator at the core. That's who he is and what he's about. I helped him get a job at Chick-fil-A. Um, he is just an amazing guy. Um, everyone wants to be around him. And this week... He's got two kids and his wife, and this week I got to go meet him in a store in the hood, and I mean hood, hood, Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, and I wasn't thinking that, but it was. I mean, I just didn't know. I just knew it was in Philadelphia. Well, I get there, and I walk in, and everyone comes up to me, and they're like, oh, you know, you're his brother. He calls me his brother. You know, we have this relationship. Well, he's an African. He's really big. And as you know, anyway, he swallows me. Separate of the separated right. birth. But I'm telling you, Steve, the five or six uh, stories from the managers and assistant managers all telling me about mm. what Fatoma has done, and they shared multiple stories, mm. but for their theirs as well. And I'm sitting here watching this guy, and and I'm like, I don't know how you do this. How you drive an hour into the hood every day, and you come in to work and you give yourself away. For 75 employees. And so he's got 75 employees. He's he's implementing the 100X system next week. He, he emailed me um, just some things from the book this last week. But the point uh, of it, though, is that he's, he's, uh, he's doing it. It's in him. It's in his heart. But he didn't have all of the tools until he started going through Giant. Mm. He didn't have all of yeah. the language. So he basically just said the language and the tools make everything easier. And, um, and he says, you just, you just have done the job for me to help me be even more of a liberator. So the liberators inside of most of us, a lot of us, have a desire to impact people and to influence people. Sometimes we can't get out of our own way. And getting out of our own way is that first journey to get to 100%. We're healthy enough and secure and confident enough. But then to learn, some of us just don't have the skills because we haven't been coached. We haven't been trained. We don't have it exemplified for us. So it's really difficult to give something away you haven't possessed for yourself or seen for yourself. And that's all we're trying to do, friends. Everyone listening, we're just simply trying to equip around, equip you with tools for transformation and tools for multiplication. And when you put those two together, it's like peanut butter and jelly. It's like, um, I don't know what the combination in in, in, uh, England would be. But uh, um, it, it is like um, a buddy sandwich, right? Uh, butter and potato chips. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but it's like, it's the combination of coming together, 100 with X. 
And a lot of people, mm. there's some people who are 100 plus people. But going to an X, it's like a completely different game. And we just are so grateful that you're mm. uh, along for the journey with us in our own life. And we just want to be along with the journey in, in your future as well. Yeah. It's good. Final thought for me, I, th- I, I think we almost sound like evangelists for this because we are. Um, I think that when the concept of 100X, I think was when, when, we, when we began this journey together, Jez, I think it had always been in our, our hearts. But transformation multiplication went back to the very beginning when we sat down and said, if we had 20 more years, what would we most love to do? Who would most love to do it with? And I think if we sound, you know, um, we've actually created tools for the new world that actually will help you do what we set out to do. And I think that probably the tools themselves got people to 100. I think it's been the evolution of the platform and the addition of the system, which has actually now created a way that you can multiply healthy leadership at scale in any size organization anywhere in the world. So our original vision, for those of you who remember back to the beginning, was to raise up liberating leaders to help them change their leadership culture in every major city sector in the world. And I think we always, well, I think we spent five years developing the toolkit for the new world, but we now actually have a delivery system and an ability to work with you as an individual, you with your team, in a way that we didn't have before. So if you're hearing the stories that we're telling and you actually go, I would really love to be able to get closer to 100 and I'd really love how to do multiplication in the life I lead with the people I have then obviously there's the book there's also the platform but now there's probably also Sherpa training which actually for a course of a few hundred bucks a year you can actually have the best we have including live training every week from some of the best leaders in the world of what we do and you can do all of that I think for $600 a year that is something we've never had before So that's the bit why we, you know, if you're sat there going, I'm not sure, could I do this, but I'd love to be that. I just encourage you to kind of get in contact with us because it's it's amazing what happens. You don't need many 100x leaders in the world to change it because they are a multiplier and you watch the legacy that they leave. So Fatoma and characters like that, a true 100x leader leaves a legacy which is a multiplication effect. And if that you want that to be you, then you know just reach out to us. We yeah. would love to help you be able to do that. And the best way to do it is just simply go to giantworldwide.com and schedule a demo. Uh, we have a lot of people who are doing that. And it's a really the easiest way to do it. Just go to giantworldwide.com, schedule a demo, and you know just uh, test it out. Uh, ha- have a look and see what we're talking about. That'd be really fun to connect. So um, again... Thank you to every one of you for your uh, desire to liberate, your desire to get to the next level, desire to help other people get there as well. And uh, until next time, we will see you on the Liberated Podcast. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening. That concludes today's episode of the Liberator Podcast from Giant Worldwide. You can find out more information about us online at giantworldwide.com.